Hey everyone, I'm back today for part 6 of my latest quarterly review, and I'll jump in here. Beware the fantasization of people and experiences. It is so easy to engulf ourselves in the potential of certain people, relationships, and experiences. When we think about the media landscape, or when we think about what the media landscape tells us are the best things out there, it is so hard to not get caught up in the hype. Santorini, Lamborghinis, Hollywood Hills, castles, yachts, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, the eight-pack abs, supermodel bodies, chiseled jawlines, champagne, fireworks, Rolls Royces, parties and lights, designer drugs, rooftop views, plastic surgery, private jets, fame, fortune, mansions, red carpets, private box seats for the big game, take us to the premiere. The imagery is so vivid and enticing to so many. It seems like the pinnacle of human experience. Yet time and time again, the people who get there and achieve it are left incredibly disappointed. They tell of how empty and disconnected it is. They tell of how they yearn for something simpler and deeper. They tell of how it's not what it's all cracked up to be. It doesn't meet their basic human needs to connect, grow, and experience deep joy. As strong as the force of this fantastic vision is, remember to hold yourself on the ground with this truth. The weight of this truth, if we consistently remind ourselves of it and surround ourselves with people who do the same, can keep us from losing ourselves and suffering in the pursuit of external sources of pleasure and euphoria. Beware the negative effects of engaging with shorter clips and pieces of content. I've noticed that when I focus my content consumption on shorter pieces of content, my mental state becomes more choppy and my attention span is significantly shortened. This applies particularly to video and audio content. I'm unable to more deeply engage in tasks and thinking compared to when I am consuming longer pieces of content. For example, a dense podcast of greater than 60 minutes in length. Given I consume nearly zero social media, I cannot fully speak to whether this effect exists for me when it comes to reading. However, from the few times I have read through a social media feed, I think the effect does replicate there, in which reading posts from social media has negative effects on the same mental aspects, whereas reading long articles in books does not. A broader point this speaks to is the question of intentionality and consumption. When we choose to engage with a very long piece of content, we are aware of the significant commitment that we are making, which places more importance on the decisions to engage with it. Choosing to engage in a shorter piece of content goes the opposite way. The commitment is so small to the point where the weight and intentionality involved in the decision dissipates. If it's less than a few minutes, it's not hurting anyone. That's barely any time at all. Rationalizations like this are easy to come up with in our minds. But it's quite clear that short pieces of content are more likely to lead us down rabbit holes of distraction than content of significant length, all while avoiding greater depth and nuance. This is why we must be wary of these rationalizations and behaviors. Our lives are better when they are more governed by intentionality. Avoiding actions that take us away from that, then, will also make our lives better. And not avoiding them will make our lives worse. Life will continue to test and tempt me. Here's an excerpt from a journal entry of mine. 
fear and anxiety here are not war warranted nor useful. Trust in my principles and values, which have already been tested and confirmed time and time again, will bring me to my desired end. I must be who I am, and I must accept that I will not always succeed, despite immense preparation. It is about how I process and use the results to transform and grow on my path. I have nothing to defend. It is all information and learning which feeds into my continued growth and evolution if I go through effective processes of reflection to make sense of it all. On top of that, grace, love, and care are essential to always carry with me and bring forward in my interactions with others. That will allow disagreement, conflict, and tension to be more bearable and productive. Making that grace, love, and care explicit by communicating my intentions and desires helps with this a lot too. A helpful values exercise. As I arrived in Europe on the plane, I asked myself, what values do I want to personify? I wrote down a long series of values off the top of my head. A great listener, curious, open, kind, optimistic, joyful, thoughtful, wise, understanding, integrative, transparent, committed to truth and learning, growth-minded, confident, communicative, caring, attentive, and smooth. After this initial brainstorm, I went into a note I have on my phone where I store my list of personal values and added the following to the list. Humble, mindful, reflective, compassionate, patient, self-aware, disciplined, focused, creative, and driven. It was tremendously grounding to start with a new phase with this reflection on how I want to show up in who I want to be. It's a great way to reinforce my values and the person I strive to be in this life. I think this exercise could be very useful in moments of transition. We often need to take a moment to recalibrate and ask ourselves who we want to be as we step into new phases, as transitions can be quite destabilizing. Brand new environments are capable of shaping us strongly, and if we are not careful, they can shape us in ways we did not seek. An exercise like this can be useful to prevent these unconscious slips into becoming people we are not striving to be consciously. And lastly for today, I hesitate speaking to strangers, especially in languages I do not yet speak fluently. Despite how much I know we have in common as human beings and how many easy points of connection exist between us, I still hesitate. I've always hesitated to start interactions with minimal context, so this behavior is not necessarily out of character. However, I want to be different in this regard. I want to be able to start a conversation with someone out of the blue on an airplane. I want to be able to sit next to someone in an airport, on a train, in a cafe, or on the street, and start an interaction. I even know exactly what I need to say and how the first couple of sentences go. Nevertheless, I consistently come up short of this execution because of my hesitation. The nervousness that I've always carried with me since my childhood in these interactions wells up and takes over. I frequently notice this in the moment, yet overcoming it is another level which I often struggle to reach. I've made significant progress from where I started, but it's an area where I still have a long way to go. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you're enjoying this. I have one more episode here, so hang on. Come back in a couple days and listen to that. And if you want to read the whole thing, check it out. Mattbest.net slash the platform. It's the top article there. Once again, thanks for listening. Much, much love. And in the meantime, take care.
Cheers.